Ready? Oh! Here we go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Stand up tall Sometimes everybody Don't know anything at all Alright, you're listening to Final Hour with West Coast Neighbors I'm Seth And I'm Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> Well then, fuck you, sir Yeah, I agree, fuck me I'm the worst I'm the worst human being ever I'm the, I'm the saddest, worst quarterback <laughs> in the NFL <laughs> Almost uh, Before we discuss that I just want to point out right uh, Right out of the gate um, I don't know if you had too much to drink today. I literally <laughs> almost forgot what to say in the opening. <laughs> You're just sitting there like, my misery and drunkenness are so deep that I don't know what we're doing anymore. What I, is I've this? never had that happen. I, I'm pretty sure it's always exactly the same. All right, you're listening. And, and I, I think this time it was like, all right, you're... Is it listening? Listening. listening. <laughs> you're not yeah. watching unless you're <laughs> weird. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, Garoppolo, you uh, you're a tool, man. Yeah, I'm the biggest tool in the history of football. Yeah. Okay, maybe there's bigger tools. Whoever decided to do um, uh, instant replay, they're the biggest tools. Hmm. God, I hate that shit. I actually. So here's the thing. I watched a football. I watched two football games today. Right. I watched the Bears lose to the yeah. san francisco 49ers uh-huh and uh and i cried about that and then i watched the first half of the eagles and the seahawks and i was just like god when are they gonna just officially declare that each side needs like you get a punter a kicker and a lawyer that's your special <laughs> so that you know when to like because fucking and i don't know if it's the announcers like on my, now grant you sunday night football has al michaels who's a, a golden voiced angel of of football calling beauty and he's got Chris, fuck me in the ass, Collinsworth, who's just the worst human being ever. And there's nothing that man can't bring up to make it, oh, is this a, like, well, look at that, the way that guy's picking up the Gatorade cup over there. I think there's going to be a lot of controversy about whether he needed to use two Gatorade cups or one. What do you think, Al? <laughs> and Al Michaels will just be like, I, I don't know, man. You're fucking crazy. I hate Chris Collinsworth. Oh, yeah, he's the worst. He Alex is. and I actually... I think you were there for that. It was, I think it was whenever mm. we did they they put him into the Madden games, right? Yep. Yeah, he's officially in there. Yeah, and and I remember because you know the commentary in those games is always shit. Anyway, it's terrible. Yeah. Um. But so once you once you play two half, not two half. Once you play two halves, also known as a full game. Folks, Seth is boy. drunk, and it's gonna be <laughs> a good it's show. Be a fun night. Yeah. Um. Now, once you play a couple quarters, you pretty much hear. All the sound bites that they bothered to record, yeah. And then you're just gonna hear a lot of repetition. And I remember at one point, I think that I guess the three of us were playing, and Chris Collinsworth said something obvious about, "Well, that's not gonna get it done," or yeah, something like that. The dumb shit, yeah. <laughs> and Alex, who's, I think you'd agree, is probably one of the nicest, usually softest spoken people I know. Until you push him too far, yes, and then his well, Italian right. temper flares into a wild yes. Yeah. And and he was getting there because at some point while we're playing the game and the bullshit commentary goes out, he's like, fuck you, Chris Collinsworth. <laughs> <laughs> Which he deserves. 
He does. I wish I wish Alex could go on Monday or Sunday Night Football and say that to Chris Collinsworth. Wouldn't that be just, great? Just to get him back on track, because he will just wander off on some like Shakespearean level fantasy monologue about whether this I don't know if this guy's toe is in line. It's just take forty <laughs> minutes, and it's like he gets a hard on every time the refs go into the little like booth. Oh, absolutely. Or the other thing, he just he's like, yes, oh my god, here we go. This I get is to my talk moment. Yeah. Oh, there's football. Whatever. I feel like he's genuinely disappointed when they go back to playing football. He's just waiting for controversy. Anyway, football's still unwatchable. I fucking hate it. But I did watch the Bears 49ers game because how mm. often are the Bears and the 49ers going to play each other? Not Seems often like, enough, in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck you. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if we could petition the league, since everyone's throwing out petitions this time of year, mm. uh, if we could petition the league to let the 49ers and the Bears just play each other for the next next season, just every game. <laughs> it just goes back and forth because clearly that would be 49ers would have an undefeated season. So that'd be nice. nice. Thanks, jerk. Yeah. How did so, they lose, man? Oh, like, my God. I, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you exactly how they lost. Yeah. There's two things, and they okay. both revolve around Chicago sports in general or Chicago Bears specifically. Sure. Specifically. First one, I overslept. Oh. I slept through pretty much all of the first half so this is your fault it is because when i wasn't watching mm. per usual they were winning yeah as soon as i started watching yeah. they could do nothing right so that's part one is that okay. i watched the bears you when i watched this. the bears they fucking lose mm-hmm. clearly i've been watching a lot this season but the other thing is not enough <laughs> not enough um the other thing is the 49ers did not beat the Bears. Coach mm-hmm. John Fox beat the Bears. Yes. A la time travel. Why? Because he got rid of Robbie Gould, who is yeah. golden. Gould is gold, as, as the saying goes. Yeah. Oh, he's, a, he's the golden many, rule. How many points were scored by Niners receivers this game? Uh, more than usual. None. How many points? Oh, sorry, were I meant fantasy. In fantasy, no, 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 I was no, no, like, no, no, no. literally. In oh, the game. in touchdowns, no, yeah. none. Jimmy how Garoppolo many, threw no many, touchdowns. How many points were scored by running backs? Oh, a fair amount. None. No, no. Carlos Hyde did. Didn't he get a touchdown? No, none. Okay, Nobody scored a thing. touchdown. The score was 15 points from five Gould field goals. Oh yeah. Literally, I Robbie Gould scored every damn point so you want to know what's sad i did the exact same thing you did i didn't watch the first half (laughs) i watched the second half so clearly when i watch the niners are good and i have not watched any football this year so the niners have been god awful i am now going to watch no more niners football (laughs) this year there you go so that so yeah it was literally all field goals you're you are right i thought we'd scored a touchdown in the first half somehow nope so, yeah, wow. How bad is our offense, the Niners' offense? I won't say ours because you don't have any ownership of that. Your your offense managed how many points again? Like like 14, right? They had yeah. two touchdowns. Yeah, we lost by we lost by one, one point. point. Yeah. One point. So, if the Bears lose more and the Niners win more, aka I watch more Niners games and you and start watch watching more, more Bears games, <laughs> Then what's going to happen is the Bears are going to get the first pick in the draft. So I'm going to be really pissed off. See, and that's the other thing. This was my this was my mental process during this game as it relates to that. Because sure. you know, you and I joked that this is literally going to be a battle for the draft pick. Yeah. Um. First of all, the Browns 
they've got it. So we're really fighting for number Wait, two. Wait, do three. they? The Browns haven't won. Oh, right. <laughs> I thought they'd. I thought they'd snuck a win in there. They might. You're right. Christmas Eve, they play the Bears, so they Ooh. have a shot at getting a win. I don't think I'm ever going to cheer for the Bears harder. <laughs> I'll be at that game. Actually, I'm excited. Nice. Yeah, I'll be at Soldier Field. So to watch to watch a probable Bears victory. <laughs> you say that, but again, I'll I mean, I'll be I, watching the game and I'll be watching it live. So for all mm. we know, there could be a Bears death. <laughs> like we haven't we haven't seen what happens when I watch them live. It's bad enough when I watch <laughs> them on TV. And it because Chris Collinsworth on Funny Night Football, it just looks like a meteor has crashed into the 50-yard <laughs> line and killed the Bears. That's at least a 10-yard penalty. 10-yard penalty there. Let's go to the replay for 40 minutes so that we can watch it again and again. I have a boner. Um, yeah, no, like there's literally that. that, that I, well, that's awesome that you get to go and see the Bears. Yeah. And here's that they the are thing going to play the Browns. Okay. So I, at first I was thinking, hey, hey cool, we lost. We're going to end up getting a better draft pick. Then I remembered, wait, yeah, we gave them all away to you guys. Yeah, so you I don't know what you're so grumpy about. It doesn't matter which one of us gets the draft pick. Did you have a first, you have a first round pick, though, right? I, maybe. You know I what? Mean, I'm looking this up. This is how bad of a fan I am. I haven't, okay, the only, I've actually been following college football more this year. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've been watching it more. I don't, I, I don't follow it, and that's how I enjoy it. I just like to watch. And generally, we root for the underdogs and non-blowout games. So right, I'm just looking up uh, 2018 NFL draft. Woohoo! Uh, because if you're there's no no no, I think we got a. I think you have your first round draft pick still. I don't there's know. No we way. really were hard to move up for Trubisky. Yeah, the the Cleveland Browns have pretty much locked down the first draft pick. Uh, the Niners have the second one. I mean, this is just projection so far. Mm-hmm. The Giants have the third one. Oh, right, the Giants. The Chicago Bears do have their first-round draft pick. Okay. They have it. They are projected right now to take Calvin Ridley, wide receiver from Alabama, according to certain. The Cleveland Browns have another draft pick. Wow, they've got two in the top ten. So, yeah. So there's they're, lots of... They're that bad. They're that bad that people are just like, well, let's give them more. Those poor, sad bastards. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, there's there's a chance that, uh, that you are playing for something, for lack of a better word. But, uh, yeah, it looks like Indianapolis is still doing worse than the Bears. The Bears are projected in most. I've looked at three of them, and they're projected to go uh, sixth in the first round right now. The sixth pick. Okay. Which gives you something. But uh, the Niners... I mean, I, they are in there with the Browns, but up until today, we'd won two games. Now well, and again, though, you just started three. the new quarterback, too. Ugh. He's not. It's, see, the thing with that, and I, I was sad when that trade got made because he's been backing up Tom Brady for a reason. That dude isn't. I mean, now, all respect, and you won't hear this often on this podcast, all respect to Tom Brady and his balls. Yes. But. He is a 40-year-old man that this guy, Jimmy Garoppolo-Lolo, could not take the starting job away from. Just let that one sink in. Now, I'll grant you, even if it is the greatest quarterback of all time, which he's not, but if he is, now, to, to not be able to even get that starting job, that I don't want that guy. I don't want that dude. I want 
I want Sam Darnold. I want Josh Rosen. I want any of the hot young quarterbacks that are available. This hurts me to have to make this argument. But the same exact thing could Mm. have been said for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but... Well, no, but Aaron... he literally couldn't take the starting job away from Grandpa Simpson Favre until Favre left on his own accord. And then tried to come back. <laughs> and then tried to come back for the Jets and the Vikings. Well, to be fair, he tried to come back for the Packers, and they were like, no, we don't want you. We want Aaron Rodgers. So at some point, Rodgers did take the starting job from Favre. He had to, like, kneecap himself to do it, but it happened. Yeah, like, and so that's the thing. Do you remember Garoppolo last year when when Brady was out? Yeah, he was, he was good. serviceable. He is a like. Here's the thing. He was he's plays for Bill Belichick, and as much as I hate to say this, uh, this is like the podcast. Of like, <laughs> I don't want to say this, but I'm going to have to say this because this is what reality is. This Bill should Belichick, be our political one. We just both cover the Republican uh, side. God, basically that would. I mean, I, mean, I like, don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't want to admit you, this, but <laughs> it hurts. Um, it hurts to say this, but uh, Donald Trump did win the election. Uh, um, so it hurts Sorry. to say this, but Bill <laughs> Belichick is an incredible football coach. I don't sure. know who he is as a human being. He seems kind of crappy, but whatever. Beyond that, um, he is a hell of a football coach, and. He made Jimmy Garoppolo look really good. Now, I would love to eat these words. I'm super thrilled if if this time next year I'm talking about the 49ers undefeated Jimmy Garoppolo's MVP season, and I'm just like, you know, I was wrong. I will love that, but I just don't think I am. Will you still be happy if you are wrong this year? No. <laughs> the, the Niners need to put cj beat hard back in <laughs> and just, just let him fling the football around and lose some more games and by the way it's not just the quarterback the, the niners are a trash organization right now from top to bottom the owner is terrible uh the football team is laughable the coach is decent like it just it's it's not good so i'd rather we just suck and get our first round draft pick you know like top two which you know we're looking like we're getting that still uh and then just like rebuild from that instead of whatever they're like i hate it when football and this maybe you as a bears fan can enjoy this we have something to commiserate about i hate it when football teams when football teams that know their shit are like any team really are like oh my god we're gonna win we're gonna go out there and give 110 percent i'm like dude the people at the Alamo said they were going to give 110% too, and they're all dead, so maybe <laughs> don't. Maybe surrendering is fine. I'm okay if which, you surrender and just admit you're going to lose, which is what the Browns are doing. Which actually brings up something I wanted to mention too, uh, Eli Manning. Mm. So he, he essentially benched himself. He, sort of, yeah. Because he was like, look, if I'm, only being, if I'm only the starter because of this stupid um, – Streak or whatever he's on. There you go, streak. Couldn't think of the word. He didn't want to do that. Yeah. That's all fine and good, you know, fall on your own sword for the team if you're clearly not getting the job done. Sure. But why now? Because they literally are at that point, like you just described. They're at that point where play it out. They literally have nothing to go for except for maybe sucking enough to get good draft picks. So why why try and be like, I'm going to bench myself. Maybe the team will do better. That's counterintuitive. Yeah, no, that, it didn't make sense at all to me why that why it happened. Like, if you have Eli Manning, the king of 
great Super Bowls and terrible seasons, why would you <laughs> take him out for Gene? Well, I mean, to be fair, their backup is Geno Smith, who a quarterback so bad the Jets wouldn't even touch him. So they do have somebody terrible in there, and they are going to lose horrifically. I think they lost again this week, right? Pretty sure. Yeah. So, but I just I I'm such a huge fan of of a of a rebuild story, probably because. I myself am a rebuild story. Who knows? Um, <laughs> we're still in the middle of that rebuild. Um, but like the 76ers, I know you don't follow uh, basketball and especially are not going to follow basketball this year. Wait, thanks what? to the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I know you're wearing a Blazers t-shirt and it looks beautiful on you. I've got I was going to gonna say. say, I totally it's follow close. basketball. I'm just not having a lot of faith in the Bulls this year. I'm more of a was, Blazers fan this year. I would, I would definitely be more of a Blazers. And thank you. Clearly, whatever you are is, you know, They've been much better the last two years since you started watching and, and yeah. Blazer fanning. And thank you for not becoming a Lakers fan, because that was the oh, other route you could have gone. No. And, uh, yeah. I considered the Clippers. They're cute. I like the, when if, they, when they you were know, decent. yeah. I, 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 if, I, if somebody were to be like, hey, there's an L.A. basketball team playing tonight. Do you want to go? And they, I was like, is it the Clippers? And, and they said, yeah, I'd go. I, and the right. Clippers are fun. But fuck the Lakers. I hate them. Um, yeah, no. Although I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit excited that they are also now going to have to be doing the whole rebuilding young thing because mm. they're not they're not Kobe's team anymore. They don't have a bunch of all-stars. They're a lot of young guys. So in a way, yes, they need to stay trashed for another year or two. Mm. But I would be I would get behind rooting for the Lakers to rebuild from something like that. No, no, I've, I've enjoyed, uh, you know, they, they, they've played the Blazers. Um, well, they haven't played the Blazers this season yet, but they played them last season. And I, I like watching. I especially like that the Blazers tend to beat the shit out of them right now. They did um, play the Blazers. I'm trying to think. I think they Oh, they the did, Blazers. yeah, and the Blazers won. Yeah. Did they? Okay, They did, cool. yeah. Lon- uh, Damian Lillard went nuts on Lonzo Ball, which was great. Uh, but the... Here's the thing. I don't. I, I. I dislike the Lakers because they are the rivals of the Portland Trailblazers, and that's just what you do. You, you. But. But I will admit that they are a damn fine organization. Their fans, though, are. Ugh. And here's the thing. I would say about twenty five percent of Lakers fans are diehard, purple and gold. You go get them. Like I. I hate your team, but I respect you for your fandom. You're. You're with them through the good times and the bad. But since the lake, since Kobe retired. But what was it, two, three years ago? Mm-hmm. The amount of Clippers jerseys has gone through the roof. Oh, of course. And there's like the Lakers jersey. I would say about 25% of the population have Lakers jerseys. And the other 75% that used to be like, Lakers, yeah. They're like, uh, Clippers. Clippers. I meant the Clippers. <laughs> so those people can fuck themselves. Or they're Golden State Warriors fans, which is worse. Like, ugh. Ha. Now, I'm, I'm just not down with bandwagon sports fanding. Like, if you need to, if you're going to switch teams, you need to pick a team that sucks so that you can build, you know, grow with them from the bottom up, in my mind. That's like it, my secondary football team is the Titans. Yeah, and they were terrible when you See? picked them, I remember. <laughs> yep. like they were god-awful. <laughs> you grew with them. They're still mildly not hey, as bad. They're actually tied for the lead of their division right now. They are. They are, they are they're cruising along. I, Mariotta needs to get his shit together. But. Yeah. Now, I, I do want to say, though, because you – just you know acknowledged my joining up with the blazer nation so to mm-hmm. speak over the last couple seasons rip city do you, do you know why i opted to do that uh did it have anything to do with mr glass going to new york and no longer being a bull uh no because i'm not i'm not not a bulls fan sure i'm still very much a bulls fan my secondary team is the blazers 
Right. So, okay. So if if the Blazers and the Bulls were to play each other, you're still gonna cheer for I the Bulls. I would be goal. I would. Yeah. I would cheer for the Bulls. Oh, it's hard because I'm I'm that way with the Dodgers and the uh, Mariners up in Seattle. Like, so the Mariners came to town and played the Dodgers, and I was like, I'm gonna cheer for the Dodgers because they're my number one team. But but it was close. I thought about cheering for the Mariners. And the thing is, you'd be happy either way. It's true. Like the Mariners were terrible this year, so it was easy for me. You know, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the reason, since you were wrong, it had nothing to do with Mr. Rose. Mm. In fact, I was more upset with butler leaving than rose oh yeah that was bad but it is because i'm a good person brian and i'm a good better more important i'm a good friend so i've got you Mm -hmm. uh the aforementioned alex yes and then a few other people that we went to college with a couple other people that can blazer fans yes now you me Take every opportunity you can to shit all over Chicago and Chicago sports teams. At least the Bears and now the, the Bulls. And the, the I Bulls. like to, you know what? The Cubs, I'm still going to shit all over, but they are a bright, shining gold crown. The only reason They're, you don't shit on the White Sox is because I don't like them because I'm not <laughs> no, a meth head. I wouldn't shit on the White Sox because they're covered in shit already. That's redundant. <laughs> and the other team, the Blackhawks, is just because you are oblivious to the fact that hockey is a thing. I mean, I know it's a thing. It's just I can't get over their name. <laughs> it's not what it sounds like, No, it's Ryan. entirely what it sounds like. <laughs> and if they dressed as giant black dildos and rolled skated around the ice, I would cheer for that team. But they don't because they're cowards. But, yes, so while you shit on Chicago sports teams at every turn, yes. when I decided I needed a secondary NBA mm. team, yes. I went – with you, my friend, because you and I have, have spent several hours playing NBA 2K games. Yes. And while we do go through the season as the Bulls, thank you. You're welcome. I am not unaware that you're a Blazers fan, diehard. Yes. So I wanted to be supportive, and I wanted I to join that, that group. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome. And you should take back everything you ever said about Chicago that was negative. Yeah, so... Who has, up until recently when he gave up entirely on football, watched uh, every Bears game every Sunday with you for how many years? My cat, Frankie. Yeah, Frankie and me. And Frankie would leave the room on any given occasion (laughs) that he could to go take a shit somewhere and not have to watch that train wreck. But I was there, and I would sit on your couch and just watch your hope die every year. Watch your Erlacher jersey go into the closet at the end of the season <laughs> with tear stains running down it that you couldn't wash out. Yeah. So, I mean, yes, I appreciate your Blazer fandom. Thank you. I, I feel like it's a reward for all my years of having come <laughs> over. And, and you know what? I, I wouldn't say I cheered for the Bears, but I didn't cheer against them. I never cheered against them. I hated Jay Cutler. Jay you Cutler did, was You did that one game where you and the missus came over because it was the Bears and the Niners. Oh, yeah, I did. And it was supposed to be a blowout on yeah. your side. Yes. And somehow we won. Yeah, that was a brutal game. Yeah, you were not happy. You no, were, I was very you, sad. That was like an angry Brian day, which there aren't a lot of those that I've witnessed. I was cranky because we were actually good that year. And then the Bears had to go ruin it. And now I'm twice as angry at those goddamn Bears because they couldn't <laughs> beat the Niners when they needed to. So they are a useless team when it comes to things I want. But that doesn't mean I won't. <laughs> I won't show up at Bears bars to 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 hang out with Bears. 
Which just <laughs> everything I'm saying just sounds like gay innuendo, and that's fine. Whatever. It I does. go to bear bars. I've been to a bear bar. Yeah. But uh, anyway. We'll give a shout out. They're not paying us either, but Tinhorn Flats in Burbank. Tinhorn Flats in Burbank, the Bears Bar, where you that's can go and place. listen to a bunch of people Can't sing the Bear Down bet. Chicago Bears song. Every time they score a touchdown, it's been fairly quiet this year. Yeah, they yeah. haven't been singing a lot this year. No, nah, not a lot of singing. Kind of a quieter thing. And that's Did fine. Did you happen to see the only, uh, not the only, but pretty much the main big positive play from the Bears Niners game in the first half? I did you not. Didn't see, you didn't see the replay of uh, Cohen's punt return? No, I didn't. Did he, oh, my God. I, so he ran it back for a touchdown, and it was credited as a 61-yard return. Nice. But they, they did the math on it, and he actually ran 124 yards or 127 yards. Jeez. Because he literally went the opposite direction a bunch. It, it looked like, a, oh, there. shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, oh shit, oh, shit, oh, oh, I can go. Here, I'll go this way. It was it was crazy. I'm gonna have to go look at it, and hopefully somebody has put Benny Hill's wackety sax over <laughs> the top of it, so they can really appreciate the Niners' special teams efforts. Yeah, the Niners are so bad this year. They're so yep. bad. I'm wearing the hat. I'm still there. I'm still a fan. It's still brutal, but uh, yeah. You'll notice I'm wearing blazer gear instead of Bears yes. Because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've been I've been wearing my blazer hat and my Dodger hat for the most part, but I was like, you know what, today I'm going to wear the Niners hat. Yeah. And it didn't help. Or, yeah, it didn't because we won. Or it did, and I shouldn't have worn it. I don't know. Right? It's hard. It's hard when your team is, like, trash and you're wanting them <laughs> to get that first-round draft pick. So, I don't know. Who knows? So, what are you rooting for now? Because you're obviously not getting a first pick. Nope. You probably won't even get the second pick. We might get the second pick, maybe. Hold on. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm rooting for the Niners to fail. Uh, it's it's basketball season, so I'm cheering for the Blazers, who are actually quite good this but year. Before we leave the NFL, who are you rooting for to win the Super Bowl? To get there, at least. Like for me, and this feels weird to say because I'm rooting for divisional, at least on the on the NFC side. AFC mm. obviously Titans, but on sure. the NFC side, the Bears are out. So I actually am happy that the Vikings are doing well. And now that they got rid of I've been happy with what the Lions have been doing because Stafford's a stand-up guy. Granted, he injured his hand today, so they're probably going to keep going. Right. The Vikings Green. have been fun to watch. The Vikings, they've been they've been a much better team than, than I thought they were going to be. I, uh, I just Green finished. Green Bay's going to pull a fucking resurrection. You know that, right? Probably. They've right. Been, they they've, well, they've when won they just enough. And basically, next week they have the Browns. <laughs> And then oh, after the that, they get Rodgers back. So wow, they could like, they could get scary good. Yeah, they're not going to win the division. The Vikings have that, I think, officially locked down. Yeah, but, but they're going to be wild card contenders easy. Which oh yeah, pisses no, me I'm, off. I've been kind of uh, like kind of quietly like go Eagles a little bit just mm-hmm. because it's I like Carson Wentz. Also, I have him in a couple of fantasy football teams, so I've been a little bit like, yeah, go Eagles. So the Eagles a little bit, but then they laid a fucking egg tonight against the Seahawks, so mm. lame. So who are you pulling for? The Eagles still. And yeah, if, they, side? if the Eagles are on the AFC, flip. Titans. Say Titans. Sure, the Titans. Yeah, Yay! I'm super pumped so for the Titans to win it. The AFC is garbage. Who cares? You know what? I actually have been enjoying the LA Rams. They're in the oh, NFC, they obviously. Are good, yeah. They've been pretty decent. And, you know, pretty I, decent. I really 
I want them to blow the Chargers out of the water so the Chargers can go the fuck back to San Diego where they belong. That's just. I, I am think they're so leaving, dude. I think. Yeah, I think. I think. I no, think they're here we're going to shame them into leaving. Los Angeles is going to. We are going to treat them like a cute little blonde from the Midwest who wants to be a movie star. <laughs> <laughs> People in my hometown told me I'm pretty. I'm going to so, go be a star in the movies. And so, she gets off the bus, and three weeks later, she's got a Coke habit, and she's going home. That's what the Chargers <laughs> are going to do. I was we're wondering where you were going with that. I was, I was afraid you were going to Weinstein it. Uh, I, I mean, I could have. She probably will run into a few of those, too. Oh, the Weinsteins. Have so, we talked about any of that yet? Uh, we touched on it. <laughs> we yeah. um, we touched on it a little bit, but it's blown up. I mean, not the Weinstein thing, but everyone else in the industry. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty epic. So here's the one. Actually, I, I do have something I want to say about it, the whole thing. So the John Sorry, Weinstein we're out of time. Uh, thanks for <laughs> listening. <laughs> what, like we haven't driven away every listener in the world anyway? So, <laughs> a, a, I'm happy it's all coming out because... I've been super fucking annoyed that uh, I mean it's it's been open secret in Hollywood forever that like oh yeah the casting couch isn't a really a thing you know it fucking is right and like all this bullshit of of guys who've basically been sexual predators and allowed to be so because they're rich and powerful so that's coming to an end and that is fucking fantastic or at least maybe it's not over but it's 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 a lot harder to be that person now right and that's fantastic. However, I do feel like proportional response needs to be addressed. So, I mean, see where you're going with this. Go for it. Kevin Spacey uh, is accused of basically touching, how old was he? Like 12? 14? 14. 14 a, a, a teenage boy, uh, a, a, along with many other instances of, of literally grabbing people's genitals right. in public. Harvey Weinstein and Brett Ratner accused of rape, like full-on rape. John Lasseter gives awkward hugs and is touchy. Now, I'm not excusing John Lasseter by any fucking, any form of like, like, oh, hey, well, at least he didn't rape somebody. Like, no, no, no. What he did is bad, and I'm thrilled that he's taking time to go away from the company. But I, the reaction I've seen from people online is just as vehemently angry as if he'd raped somebody. I'm like, guys, when when everything is 11, no one is going to listen to you. Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about that if every single guy in Hollywood who's made an inappropriate joke about someone is now going to be dragged out and, and shot, that's basically a... a, a, a not that you're going to lose that battle, especially with people in the mid, like, because there's a bunch of people who are, who are like, whoa, what's the big deal about this? That you have opponents in this, surprisingly. I know it's 21st century. We shouldn't, but we do. And if, if everything is something that you scream and shout about and protest, then I think you basically get the volume turned down on you. People just don't take you seriously. Like, oh, if I give someone an awkward hug now, I'm, a, I'm just as good as a rapist. Well, then fuck you. You're going to lose people, I think, that way. So not saying John Lasseter shouldn't have been drug across some coals. He absolutely should be. Very inappropriate. But, I mean, what he was accused of is less than what Brett Ratner has been accused of. And I think if you don't acknowledge that, if you if you try and say, well, it doesn't matter, then you just then everything becomes evil, and now you're basically fighting the whole world. And that's not a battle you can win. So I think that's basically what I wanted to say about it. Well, and I agree. First of all, I don't know actually the Lasseter stuff at all. I've seen his name. I haven't paid enough attention to know what he was accused of. Mm. But 
I have two thoughts on it that are kind of in line with what you're saying. One is personal. You know me. I'm a hugger. And sure. I'm also... I, I I like to think that my level of inappropriateness is, is, is ramped up for the show, obviously. Sure. From what is our normal interaction with no, society. No, and, but and, it's and not, every day, and, yeah. But it's not that different it's just no. a higher level so like i still make inappropriate comments i still make jokes that probably shouldn't be made i used to for the longest time i i, I had i would always say that you know how you can think something and you can be like that's inappropriate it should never be said mm. somebody had to have said it once to realize that and that was my job in society <laughs> that was what i always said so i want to use society thank you for <laughs> fair but, enough so so to what you're saying, again, I don't know what Lasseter was accused of, but if it's if it's more along the lines of he gives awkward hugs, he was maybe a little overly touchy. I think the I, worst the worst thing I heard him accused of, and this was the where I was like, is that he was at a meeting, there was a woman um who said that he put his hand on her bare leg and was like sort of sliding up her skirt and she pushed it away and he, he that was the end of it. Uh, and that he also, he tried, he was drunk at some holiday parties and tried to kiss girls that didn't want to kiss him. So again, over the coals for sure. Sure. Bad. Awful. Same as rape? No. Right. So, and so that's kind of like for me, it's, it's one of those things cause I'm, you're married with a child now. I'm still out here now unmarried. And so mm. I, I'm in the single world and there is a, there is an element of, not fear, but trepidation, uh, overly cautiousness from sure. a guy's perspective now because mm. I, I saw something, somebody posted on some blog or social media, something or other, they were they were asking about, there's a coworker. It was this is a female asking society. Sure. Um, they said there's a, there's a male coworker that she's interested in she thinks he might be interested, but he hasn't made a move. And she wanted to know how she could let him know she's interested without being the one to come out and say something first. And the overwhelming mm. response from guys was, you should quit playing games. You tell him if you're interested. And somebody else made a really key point saying, especially because this is, this is somebody out here in Hollywood. So this is in sure. the industry that it's all happening. Yeah. And somebody said, with everything that's going on right now, guys in particular are especially cautious. So even if he is kind of interested, he may not approach you because you work together and it's this industry and he doesn't want to run the risk of being lumped in with the guys that are making inappropriate advances at work. Sure. And it's a, it's a good point. So that's my one thought on it is, yes. Obviously, the the really really bad stuff. I think appropriate. I, the fact that Kevin Spacey's career is over, sadly, I like him Sad. as an actor. I've, sure. I've liked his work, but I think it's warranted. I'm, yeah, I'm disappointed in Kevin Spacey as a person. I still think his body of work is incredible, but uh, he is obviously a person that shouldn't be famous. Exactly. Or lauded. Exactly. And so, I get that. But yeah, if the like the Lasseter stuff, yeah, I think that, you know, maybe some. I don't know if it's alcohol based or if it's if it's behavioral based, but some sort of counseling of, counseling, of a deep yeah. kind, you know, yeah. yeah. Apologies to the women, which he did say, you know, an apology to it. 
I mean, there's, there's, it is an interesting case of like, what do you do? Is there any forgiveness to come back from that? Because like Louis right. C.K. apparently masturbated in front of women, which horrible. Like against their odds, just jerked it in front, or against their not against their odds, against their uh, will, jerked it in front of them, and that is, that's fucking sexual predator weird shit. Right. Um, I mean, that's akin to being a flash. It's worse than being a flasher. Right. It's worse than being a flasher. So I mean, he came out, he apologized, said he was going to get counseling. So do we ever welcome Louis C.K. back to society anymore? Or is he done? Is he just out? I mean, it's, and I don't know. That's not really a call I can make, I think. I, I think that's going to be, we'll see what society right, says. Um, yeah, <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll welcome him back. Five You're years. Gonna, he gets five years. Five years? Five years. I, I mean, I don't know. I, th- I think it'll be interesting to see because I think we are, and again, I think it is wonderful that it's all coming out now and people are standing up and saying, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to say this guy makes me feel uncomfortable because he literally whips his dick out and jerks off in front of me. You shouldn't have to put up with that shit at work like here's, that. You should not have to put up with. And here's here's the other thing though that I wanted to bring up. And this is what unfortunately I see because you, you said if everything's at 11, nobody listens. Mm. Right. The other thing that I think we run the risk of is right now. It's not whiplash, but whatever the term would be, where we're 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 almost overcompensating right now. Mm. Every because every reaction it's is gonna leavened. it's gonna happen. Yeah, it happens when something like this happens. But here's the thing: accusation gets made. Sure. I I am choosing to believe that these companies that are firing men are doing some investigation, and it's not just accusation made, fired. I hope it's not that because eventually you're going to get accusation made, fired. Evidence comes out that disproves accusation. Mm. And all of a sudden, because, you know, for whatever reason, maybe maybe this woman had a personal issue with this guy. Maybe this woman wanted the attention that came with something. And I'm, I'm not right now trying to say anything against any of the current accusers i'm just saying in a world where this well, continues and it goes accusation fired accusation fired of the odds it's a numbers game eventually somebody's going to make a not quite so true accusation that results in somebody getting fired and when, if and when that gets found out it's going to invalidate or cast doubt on all the other ones yeah, no, no, what it is, I think from our end, it's very much a, hey, I am super happy. This is, I mean, from a man's perspective, from my perspective as a man, I'm thrilled. Well, you think a lot of yourself, don't you? That I do, from a man's perspective. Uh, I'm thrilled that this is coming out because I consider myself not a guy that hauls his dick out and jerks off in front of women. I'd I like have, a minute for a rebuttal. <laughs> I have I, some it, stories. Of what? Wait. Of I've, you. Wait, when I was drunk and jerked off in front of women? Yeah. Well, I mean, they weren't always drunk, but yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's happened all the time. <laughs> uh, I've I've worked in a largely female department uh, and I've never had an issue. I've always worked well with women coworkers. And so for me, I'm happy this is coming out because I have seen that kind of shit thrown on, on women coworkers by, you know, dick bags at work or, you know, guys that weren't weren't good people. So for me, it is great, but it is it does come with that thing that we're talking about right now where it's like, okay, I'm super happy that this is happening. I am walking on eggshells, though, because right now it's like people just walked in with loaded guns and are like, who's guilty? Yeah. It's like, I, I want to point out I'm not. Please don't <laughs> shoot me. 
Please don't shoot me. I am not guilty. You kind, <laughs> you just... kind of feel like you might be wearing a little bit of a deer costume in hunting season. Yeah, it is a little bit just because you're a guy. And again, that is, I think, a thing that happens. And that's it, it, it's the inevitable like swing. We've gone from one way all the way back around to the other. And I think that's good. But I think we are going to hopefully swing a little bit back more towards like, hey, everybody's equal in the workplace and nobody should have to worry about getting fired. I want to ask you a question that I saw posed, not actually as a question, but somebody made a statement online and it made me, I, I have my take on it. I'll, I'll say it after I hear yours. Al Franken, Democratic senator, yes. accused of various different uh sexual harassment-y type things, inappropriate touching, that sort of thing. Yeah. He has kind of owned up to the one where there's, there was a picture of him like honka honka some lady while she was sleeping. Yeah. And the rest he's, I don't think he's, I don't think he's uh, said that he's done them. You know, he's, he's, and in fact, I think a lot of them he's actually defended himself saying, no, that's not how I remember that. That's not what happened. Right. There were calls for him to resign coming from liberal friends. They were saying, as much as I hate yeah. to say it, it's like they were on this show, uh, as much <laughs> as I hate to say it, Franken needs to resign. What is your th take on that? And I pose it just in this sense. Should Al Franken and like-minded people resign knowing that you also have people like Roy Moore and our president on the other side that mm. are clearly happy to ignore, continue deny, on. and continue on. Do you think that people like Al Franken or anybody, if more comes out, uh, not more because that's a bad guy senator, okay, if additional things come out against mm. people on the left, Democrats, should they step out? Or do you, does, do you think that leaves a power vacuum then that's just going to be absorbed by people that are okay doing what they're doing and not stepping out? I would hope, and this is, you've asked for my view, so I'm going to give you my view, and then I'd love I'll to know what say, the alternative would be. Who, who I else will say what I think, me? I will then say what I think the public's view would be. Oh, okay, go. So my view is if they are, if they have been inappropriate, and I, I, Al Franken, I think for the, the honking picture, it's distasteful and not great, but I don't think that's resignation worthy. He also was However, a senator at that time. Right. Regardless, uh, if he was, if it comes out later that he was a sexual predator, let's just say it's the worst. Okay. Let's say that it comes out. And again, we're, this is hypothetical at this point. Sure. But let's say that Al comes out. Al Franken has been a sexual predator. The women that have accused him are backed up by facts and he has done that. He should resign. He should absolutely resign. He should lose his post and he should do so because I think it's the morally right thing to do. And whether or not Republicans do the morally right thing or not, I think Democrats, whichever side, I think Republicans should resign too. I think if Roy D Moore is, is guilty of, of what he's accused of, of being guilty of, he has a moral obligation to society to resign from the race. But, uh, I, so that's my view. I think that if you want to view, you know, if you want your party, because let's say we're going along party lines, if you want your party to be viewed as the moral party, then it needs to do the right moral thing, regardless of whether you lose a seat in the Senate or not. 
you know, if you lose power in the congressional house because you had Al Franken in there, then you needed to have vetted that candidate a lot better. You know, like the Republicans right now really should have been on top of finding out that he used to date 14 year olds before putting Roy Moore up for election. That would have been a thing they should have done. They didn't. The moral obligation is that he should step down. And here's the thing. Not only is he not, obviously, I saw earlier today. And as we've talked about, this was, you know, this is Sunday, December 3rd. The election is, I believe, about a week away. Yes. And recent poll numbers of, they called them likely voters from Alabama, majority of them, like 70%, say that they think the allegations against him are false. Mm. And a smaller majority, but still a majority, are voting. He's he's leading in the polls. Mm-hmm. I just, there's so many things that even if, let's say, two of them are false. Sure. That still leaves like a dozen, I think, <laughs> that are accurate. And the fact yeah. that so many, because I don't know if you watch late night TV at all, but uh, Jimmy Kimmel, he's got mm. the, this character that he, he sent to a Trump rally or two. I heard about this, yeah. Yeah, and and the guy went to a Roy Moore one, and before the actual um, Roy Moore speech where he ends up getting thrown out, they went around with a camera crew, and they were interviewing uh, Moore supporters, and he was Mm. there posing as one, and so many of them were saying that as long as it's not a Democrat, they don't care. No, no, it's true. And that that's that's the thing that worries me is just it seems like it seems like the most of the Democratic platform revolves around human beings. We're the ones pushing for equal rights for for gays and lesbians. We're the ones pushing for the wage gap to go away for women. It seems like it's always, quote unquote, the liberal agenda. Yeah. When it has to do with bettering society for everyone. In some ways, yes, I would agree with you. Okay. In other ways, no. Okay, that's fine. The Republicans seem to be of the mindset of, we need the power. It doesn't matter what this guy's accused of. We just need the power, as long as it's not a Democrat. And that's what scares me, is that if we have, right. on our side, if we're like, if Al Franken's like, yep, you know what, I, I was inappropriate, I'm going to step down, I just think that's gonna. there's going to be another Republican that's like, well, shit, I'm not going to admit nothing, but I'll take that spot. Thank you very much. Well, I mean, it, it, in my mind, I've met quite a few Republicans, and I've met quite a few Democrats in my life. And the thing is that they're actually pretty much just people, like, sure. regardless. Now, some of them in the Deep South, in Alabama, a state that has a reputation for a reason. Because remember... <laughs> Because remember, back in less than 60 years ago, they were throwing rocks at black people. And now, at the time, I know that people had similar fears that you had. Well, they're, just, they're, they're never going to accept African Americans and give them equal rights in the South. It's never going to happen. And we just, like people in the North and, and in other parts of the place, they just kept trucking along doing the right moral thing. And eventually... Alabama's still pretty racist. Like, let's be clear there. It's not, it's not some haven of beauty, but they have come around and they have been shamed into accepting that way. And every generation, it gets a little bit better. So I think that you're right. You may see 
Roy Moore may get elected and Al Franken may step down and we may lose some power. But I think that the more important part of it is history. What will history, what will 10 years from now, will we look back and go, are the accounted, the Democratic account, this Democratic person was accused of sexual misconduct that proved the allegations proved true and he stepped down. The Republican Party elected a guy who, who potentially, you know, touched 14 year olds. Like, to me, that that says more about the Republican Party than it does about the Democratic Party. And I think that people at the end of the day are watching because there is always a silent majority. Like, yes, I know Jimmy Kimmel sent people to, but Jimmy Kimmel is pretty wildly liberal. Dude has been pretty liberal. So he, he went to a, he sent a guy to a Roy Moore and they found a bunch of, you know, rednecks who are fine with people touching 14 year olds. I'm not surprised. That doesn't shock me at right. all. I've been to Alabama. I'm surprised he didn't find more. Uh, <laughs> the fact that he only had like, you could probably devote an entire half hour show to finding those people and you would find one every five seconds. But, uh, I think that there are people in Alabama who are watching this right now and going, holy shit, this party doesn't seem to care. And there are people who are watching it and going, well, it seems pretty suspicious that a 14-year-old girl comes out of the woodwork and a girl who was 14 at the time now is now bringing up these allegations during his thing. And they here's the thing. I'm not going to write them off. I'm going to say that, yeah, I mean, it, it, it is odd that she comes out now. I don't. I think it is her right to come out now, and if the allegations are true, that dude should go to court and probably prison. Like, right. Well, definitely prison. I won't even say probably. But I just think I think that the Democrats, like we, when Trump got elected, which was a year ago, they're still reeling a little bit, and I think a lot of people really want this Roy Moore thing to be true. Like, oh, it's true. He touched a fourteen-year-old, and I'm like. It seems pretty damn true. I'm pretty much like 80% convinced. Well, there was even the thing, too, with his wife, his current wife. He he noticed her when she was 15 or 16. Right. Oh, no. This <laughs> dude clearly likes teenagers. And yeah. it is, you know, and there is a whole thing about how that's, oh, that's just the Southern way. Yeah, it's wrong. You also used to own people, and that was <laughs> wrong, too, and this is wrong. So whatever you want to talk about, you know. So I, I like I said, I'm eighty percent like, yep, this is some shit. Um, and I am shocked that he hasn't stepped down, and I'm shocked. I know that the Republican Party right now is going through a massive crisis because that's the thing I think people don't really notice on like we see all this shit going on with Trump and 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 more, and it's like, guys, people are watching right now. Like, yeah, like if more wins in Alabama, that'd be bad. It would suck. But that just means that it, next year in the 2018 elections, the Democratic Party gets to stand up there and be like, that, that means a Democrat in Wisconsin running for an, a, a, a seat there or hell in, let's pick, let's Texas, let's say Texas, a Democrat trying to get a seat in Texas gets to stand up and go, hey, remember when your party elected a, uh, a child molester? Yeah. You want to explain that? Go ahead. Like <laughs> they get to do that now. And there are people all over the country who are, who are abhorred by that and will will there will be a blowback for it if it happens which i still think he might lose i still think there's a good chance roy moore loses and the fact that roy moore could almost lose in alabama that says that i think there's a lot more hope going on for good people than for people that are like yeah child titty touching that's fine <laughs> fair enough I like that we did discuss before the show we probably weren't going to get into political stuff and, <laughs> and launched right in. I don't know. I don't even know how we got here, but 
football. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about the Bears, next thing you got to do, you got to talk about football or politics. It's just <laughs> it's how it is. So let's but, shift gears. Sure. We've talked about it. All right. Uh, let's, let's, first of all, give another shout out to our non-sponsor sponsor. Movie Pass is a wonderful thing. All hail Movie Pass. All hail Movie Pass. <laughs> our glorious overlord. Now, I know there's a movie we both saw, The League of Justice. Mm. And then there's also movies that I've seen that you haven't, and I'm pretty sure you've seen a movie or two that I haven't. So how do you want to do this? we got about a half hour left. What do you want to do? You want to do a little roundup of, so- of sorts? Sure, well, let's talk about the one that Let's talk about the one that we both saw. Okay. And and especially, I'm very curious. The minute I got out of the theater, I thought about texting you, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait. I want to <laughs> see on the podcast, fresh and live, what his reaction to this because you are unapologetically a much bigger comic book fan than I am. And yes. I'm not not a comic book fan, but you have been in this shit for a while, and you especially are a big fan of the Batman Joker Bat Universe DC. You're a DC guy. Uh, would you say? No, I'm much more of a Marvel guy. Okay, but you do you do enjoy the Batman. I enjoy your, the Joker. Enjoy the Joker. Okay. Yeah. Who is part of who yes. faces off against the Batman mostly. Yes. So I was just very curious. Obviously, there was no Joker in this movie. Right. Uh, Justice League. But what did you think of Justice League? Okay. I can tell by the way you're asking that we're going to disagree on some of this. But okay. I don't think that you're going to say anything I haven't read online. And I want to preface this by saying, I, while I do enjoy what DC is doing on TV. I've been lately yeah. been uh, binge-watching Arrow and The Flash, getting caught up mm. on that stuff, and then once it comes around to that in a proper timeline, I'm also going to start watching Supergirl and Legends of Tomorrow because sure. what CW is doing for TV and, and with the DC Universe on TV is fucking amazing. Love it. The movie, yeah, watch Supergirl. That was pretty good. I like Supergirl. The movies have been... Saying they're subpar is generous. <laughs> so I have pretty much hated everything they've done in the last decade. Sure. You know, I, I liked Michael Keaton's Batman, and I liked yeah. I liked the Nolan stuff, but I think we're officially we're pushing close to a decade past that. So yeah. other than the Nolan stuff, I've hated everything they've done. So yeah. Superman Returns. Man of Steel, I didn't like it. I didn't uh, either. BVS, nope. Super hated it. Super hated it. Um, Suicide Squad, I liked for two reasons and two reasons only. One, Will Smith was great as Deadshot. And Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, because as much as I love the Joker, I... By I, I have to pipe up with, oh my God, Suicide Squad was probably the worst movie I watched last year. I hated that fucking thing so hard. Oh, the worst one last uh, year. That's fine. I thought you were going to say no. the worst of all of them. It's not. It's down there with Batman versus Superman for me. I think I liked Man of Steel slightly more. Okay, that's fair. And see, for me, again, it was just all about... I hated the I hated the Joker in that. I hated Leto as the Joker. Yeah. I did not. Jared Leto's Joker was not cool. Yeah. Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn was great, but she just didn't... There was just nothing for her to do. Right. I was like, oh, I like the character, but God, there's just nothing for her to do at all. Same with Will Smith. He was in there. He's fine. He was Will Smith. Again, that's what I'm saying. The but only again, thing I liked about no. that movie is those two characters and how they I will it. back. I will back you up on that and say that those two characters were nice, but they were two characters in a desolate wasteland yes. with nothing to do. It was, it, it was two good characters and waiting for Godot. 
Yeah, basically so, wasted. <laughs> yeah. So then we have Wonder Woman. Great. Yeah. Loved Wonder it. Woman. Had just a couple things where I was like, no, Snyder. It wasn't a perfect movie, but it was a, it was a hell of a lot better than anything else we've gotten. Yes. Which brings us to Justice League. <sighs> okay. So Aquaman, great. Thought what I liked what they did with him. That's cool. The, I still think he should have got I, I. Everything I'm going to say here, they should have done what the Avengers did. They should have done solo movies first, then merge them. I'm glad you said it so that I didn't. But yeah, yeah. sure. Yes, I agree entirely. Okay, so Aquaman, cool. Should have done a solo movie first. The Flash, <sighs> fine. Ex- I don't. I still like the TV Flash better, and. I get mm. that they want to keep them separate. I think it's wrong. I think Marvel's doing a great job by if you, the TV Marvel stuff is starting to they're starting to get too much. Like I'm not even watching all of it. There's just too many shows that I don't even know exist right There's now. There's so many Cloak and Dagger and Humans, uh, Agents of Shield. I do watch. There's the Runaways on Hulu. Um, yeah, th- I, all of those minus Agents of Shield. I've never seen any. Plus so, all the Netflix stuff. Plus all the Netflix stuff. Yeah, um, there's a lot of Marvel on TV right now. There's a lot of Marvel on TV, but yeah. they are doing a good job where it's tied to the movie universe, and it does yes. it lends a kind of fluidity, a through line to everything that even as, mm-hmm. as different as it may be, and, and it may not even have anything to do with what's been in the movies or other TV shows, they're at least able to throw names and occurrences and events that have happened as frames of reference and it works yeah dc for some reason is like we're keeping tv separate which is a mistake because oh it's super stupid yeah the flash is amazing the car- the way they're doing the flash on tv is great so sure. i was already not thrilled with the fact that it's a new flash then i didn't like the way that they portrayed him uh the weird creepy is he Jewish? He made Jewish boy jokes, but I don't know. <laughs> he is. He is. Okay. He is Jewish. I think in the show. Um, uh, yeah. So, but I I didn't dig it. Um, it honestly, I want to say is that, I don't know if the name is Jay, Jay something or other. The guy from uh, She's Out of My League. Jay Baruchel. Yeah, it felt like they were trying to have an actor be him. Okay. And I was like, well, you should just cast him if you want to do that. So also, and then moving away from the Flash, he fucking ran weird. Like anytime they slow motion his running, his like his legs like flop sideways and shit. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> it was weird. He okay. looked like a like a uh, not a creature, but a uh, a machine from like they the did ex- they did explain it. I think in not in the movie but I saw an interview where they talked about that they instructed the actor to do that because it was it was as if he was awkward because he was new to his powers and also the resistance I think they just put too much thought into it it's like okay yeah you're right I suppose if a person were running that fast for the first time or or recently they would have trouble running uh, but just have him run normal it's fine we don't need to know yeah, all the physics of the flash works better what they did with the TV flash you have him run the first time he goes really fast he fucking like crashes into something because he like right. he doesn't stop. He like crashes into something. Cause he's like, "What the hell? How? how what? What? What did I just do?" Done. Mm. And he didn't look sure. like a fucking retard as he was running. <laughs> so there's that. Um, Cyborg. People love our show for how correct we are. Right. Yeah. Sorry for any retards listening. So Cyborg. 
I actually thought they did the best as far as the new characters. They did the best at giving, attempting to give him some sort of a backstory. And I liked mm -hmm. what they did. I absolutely loved his arc as far as coming to the team and what. Sure. Uh, Wonder Woman, she was still good. I, you know, I, I, I don't hate Batfleck. I feel like I should, but I just don't. I don't, he's no Christian Bale or Michael Keaton, but I don't hate him. He's definitely better than Clooney and Kilmer. Um, uh, especially just at Bruce Wayne. The, the one thing he does that I, in particularly I noticed it in Justice League. In Batman vs. Superman, I actually, he was one of the bright spots of that terrible movie. But in this movie, it just felt, I was like, dude, are you going to ever stop doing the Batman voice? Like, he just did it all the time. It was kind of weird. Like, he'd just be, like, talking and be like, I just wanted, I wanted Wonder Woman to be like, you know, you don't have to talk like that. I know you're Bruce Wayne. Like, you don't <laughs> need to talk like Batman all the time when you're out of the costume and not in front of anyone. We know it's you. Like, we're not... Everyone on the team is aware you're Bruce Wayne. You don't have to keep talking like this. Because he did the whole fucking movie. Now, I didn't pay and attention to that doesn't he also talk like that when he's Bruce Wayne? He talks a little... In Batman vs. Superman, he had a little bit more of a different voice. I also just think, like... I, his his Batman and his Bruce Wayne are fine. They're fine. They're, that is literally it. <laughs> I wish they get a I C. wish people could see you right now because this this kind of half shrug thing. Uh, this like, is like okay, half shrugging, but, arm whatever, waving. Fine. He's fine. It's fine. He's, he'll, he'll do. I, I accept. I accept him, but I don't love him. He's he exists. That's the <laughs> best that can be said of Ben Affleck's Batman. He's like an estranged cousin, huh? Yeah, more or less. <laughs> he's there. Do we hang out? No. <laughs> But his, so okay, uh, continue. I'm gonna let you finish okay. your thing, and then I'm gonna say my piece. And so that, and that, as far as the heroes, that takes us to Superman. Which, yeah. Spoiler alert: quote, <laughs> he's in the movie. Um, fucking trailers. He's all over the internet. Yeah. Right yeah. So, in case you didn't know, yes, Superman is in Justice League. Shocker! Yep. I know they they thought that was gonna be a great secret. Uh, he, yeah, he's whatever. I. I thought it was funny that he had they had to noticeably digitize his upper lip. <laughs> that was fucking <laughs> the mustache, mustache gate there. Yeah, yeah. I, which uh, I I didn't know why. I just knew something was up, and I, found, I, I googled it to figure out what the hell that was, and I was like, oh, what? So yeah, for those that don't know, the actor playing Superman is also in uh, Mission Impossible, and it's coming out next year, and he has to have a mustache in that. Why? They, why anybody? And it was it was Snyder. He was like, "Yeah, no worries. We'll shoot around it or whatever. Mm. <laughs> we'll shoot around your face." Uh, <laughs> why they thought it would be yeah. better to do that than to shave it and oh, I don't know, use a fake fucking mustache in Mission Impossible? It's a lot easier to stick a fake mustache on than it is to digitally edit out a mustache. You know, I just I want to just I get to pop in here nope. with Hollywood insider information. Okay. I know. I'm super excited about this. A, was not, not Zack Snyder's choice. I, I dislike Zack Snyder's directing. I dislike almost all of his films. Joss Whedon did that. Joss Whedon came in after the fact and had to edit around it and reshoot to fix it. No, Joss Whedon was the person that was in charge of the reshoots. He was in charge of it. Zack Snyder left the movie in June. They shot all of that Superman bullshit in August. So that was Joss Whedon. I'm gonna look into this when we're off air because I'm curious. You look into it. Your golden, your golden nerd boy is as he's beautiful and he's wonderful, but he made a mistake. <laughs> uh, 
and it it was it was to try and shoot around it. Okay, well, actually, he didn't make a mistake. He did the best he could with what he got dumped with. Mm-hmm. What happened is Universal has the Mission Impossible franchise, okay, and they fucking hate Warner Brothers, right? And so Warner Brothers was like, "We need him for a reshoot, and he needs to not have the mustache." What 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 we'll pay to add a mustache. They were going to pay for a special effects person to come in and add a mustache to him. Don't which they understand I, that things can be done prosthetically? What is with yeah, all they, this they, digital they, bullshit? They, they gave so many offers to, they said, we'll hire a prosthetician uh, to make a mustache. We will hire a digital guy to add a mustache. We'll do whatever you need done. And uh, Universal looked right at them and went, fuck you. <laughs> and would not let it happen. So they had to digitally remove his motherfucking mustache. And the thing is, Universal waited until, I want to say, like late October to tell them this, that they wouldn't be okay with that, that they wanted him to, they wouldn't let him shave the mustache at all. Uh, And so they got fucking stuck with having to have him with the mustache because they were still shooting the movie, by the way. Some of the shit, like that farm field shit, uh, spoilers, there's a moment where Superman is at his farm. Um, that was shot in late November in um, in uh, Mexico, they said. Really? So, yeah. They were shooting on that movie literally probably right up to the premiere. <laughs> so the effects guys had all of, like, two days to try and digitally remove that mustache, which is very difficult. Um, and so that's why it looked like shit, is they Universal just basically put Warner Brothers over a fucking barrel and was like, oh, you like mustaches, do you? <laughs> and... Um, and it got ugly. That's funny. I did not know. So all that. that's that is that is I I, I was in I, I I was in the loop on some you of that. You were in the meetings. And um, and, uh, and that is what happened. Interesting. Okay. So I covered the heroes, um, and I thought for the most part <laughs> they played well together. Uh, I thought you, you've covered the heroes, and I want to ask you now. The villain is weak as shit. And Holy fuck! It was the worst villain ever, was, man. It, that was so bad. You know what it made me think of was Ronan. From the first Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. just very, yeah. very. But even he had something. Like there were scenes with Ronan where I was like, "Oh, okay." I mean, he's your average villain. This guy, I don't even like. You gave no sense of who he was other than a flashback for a second. Then the rest of the time, they're just like farting around. Like he just felt so tacked on, right? Like just like, oh shit, they need to fight something. Crap, what do we have him fight? That I will say though about the fighting. Though that is one thing I thought they did really well was at least once they teamed up, they they did a good job of utilizing each individual's hero's powers to work off each other. Like um, the very first Fantastic Four movie that was done, sure. um, and I know this because my uncle worked on it. There was literally nobody on set that actually knew the Fantastic Four characters. And so when it came time for all of them to fight Dr. Doom, there were Mm -hmm. literally things on set being said like, so how would these guys all fight him? (laughs) Like nobody on set knew their powers. Nobody on set was like the consultant that clearly Marvel Studios has been doing. So you remember in the first Avengers movie when we first got that Iron Man blasting into Cap's shield and and using right. like bounce off and shit around. Guys. Oh yeah, and it was yeah. it, it was one of those first moments where it's like that's straight out of a fucking comic book. I've seen that yeah. in comic books. I've seen that in cartoons. I've seen that in video games. 
that shit is coming from the source material. I felt yes. like they actually did a good job of Justice League and having some of that. Where? Oh, you gotta make me think specifics now. Okay. Yeah, because to me, Batman with a fucking tank blasting people is not something from the comics. Aquaman being chucked around like a rag doll through the sky by a flying robot doesn't say to me anything about Aquaman. Actually, that does track um, as far as Aquaman. But but no, I was thinking more along the lines. It looked stupid as shit, by the way. I'm sorry. I thought it was the dumbest moment in the movie when, <laughs> yeah, like, bro, Aquaman just fucking... <laughs> Like, and when he, when he sailed the guy down out of the sky, I was like, yeah. okay, for starters, I know it's a comic book movie, but physics don't work that way. <laughs> it was just, and then he, like, like the effects looked all fucking shit every once in a while. I was like, what is going on here? Like, it just, it, it Superman was dope. His, when Superman was fighting and when uh, parts of Batman, when he was actually doing Batman shit that didn't involve guns, mm -hmm. was dope. Wonder Woman, fucking fantastic, I'd agree. And, and the cyber guy. Yeah, sure. He was dope. And Flash. The, the Flash. way they utilize Flash. See, yeah. you're listing Flash was fine. Sure, sure. No, I, I will agree with you that there were some moments where I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't but say on no the point. whole. I'm just saying there were moments that they did a good job. Right. Where, where there were moments they got each individual character correct, but there were very few moments where I felt like they worked as a team together to accomplish anything. I do want to say, when we did our little preview, our unseen movie review of this. <laughs> yes. And I don't fucking care if it's a spoiler or not. We called it. We called it as far as the art. The fact that any of our unseen movie review is correct is terrifying. <laughs> but especially in this part, I had to laugh out loud when Superman joined the fight. Mm. Like, aside from literally, I think you or me, I don't remember which one of us, but one of us said that he was going to, like, fly in and be like, Justice League! <laughs> aside from that not happening, right? literally it was exactly <laughs> as we talked about. Pretty much. Which is, you're right. It's a sad. That's a sad comment. <laughs> it's just I it should say something about the quality of this film. That if at any point any of our unseen movie <laughs> reviews prove correct in any way, all I know that is, movie has probably failed. All I know is now I am really looking forward to the Revenant two. Oh it's man, just, it's, it's going to be, be so good, good when they make it. <laughs> oh, Josh Hartnett, get on that man. What are you up to these days? But yeah, get out so, there and fuck a bear. Not as good as Wonder Woman, but I did like it. I en I enjoyed it for what it was, which I haven't been able to do with a DC movie in a while. I'm going to call that the movie pass effect. That's fair. Because I think if you had to shell out 15 bucks to watch that turd, that's I hated that true. fucking movie. Did you I, shell out 15 bucks? I think, huh? Did you shell out 15 bucks? No. I, here's the thing. I wasn't even going to go. I made a bet with myself. I said, yes, I have a movie pass. And if it gets below 50 on a Rotten Tomatoes, I'm not fucking going because I've wasted enough time on DC. I'm not I'm not like you poor you. And I say you poor because I know you and a few other comic book people who you poor bastards will line up and watch them shit down your mouth. No, I, didn't, I don't line keep up. Keep going back. Okay, I don't line up. You will. No. No, yeah, you do. I did You're not line there. up. Like, I just went to the theater. I walked right in. You went to a theater and you paid a person money uh, to go. Really. Even if it was movie pass, <laughs> you gave money to that movie. You did not stay home and register your discon your 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 hatred for what they've done by not going. See, when I get kicked in the balls at a bar, I don't go back to that bar again. <laughs> like if somebody at that bar who owns that bar walked up to me and kicked me in the balls and spat on me and went, fuck you. I'd be like, well, I'm never coming back to your establishment. I went back, mm -hmm. and I got kicked in the balls and spat on again. Is how I, I could just, 
Like I went because I went online and there were a bunch of fucking comic book nerds who were like, well, you know, it was not great, but they finally got Superman right. And I fucking love Superman. I've been dying for a good Superman movie since, oh, Christopher Reeve and like Superman 2. So it's been a minute since I had a good Superman movie. I liked some of the things about Brian Singer's one, but it wasn't great. I There were moments of Man of Steel where I didn't want to punch myself in the balls, but mostly <laughs> I hated it. Batman vs. Superman was basically a giant fuck you to anyone who likes Superman. Mm-hmm. And this movie, so when I heard, oh man, they really, they you know, the rest of the movie is okay, but they get Superman right. And I was like, do they? I'll go. Because I didn't see, he, they hit him in the trailers like we didn't know. And so off I went. I saw I got a 41 on Rotten Tomatoes, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to round up and uh, <laughs> say it's a 50. That's some generous rounding. Re- really, really generously rounded up so that I could go see you this movie. You got a 40.2. That's pretty much 50. That's, that's pretty much a 50, really. <laughs> I mean, if, if zero is your baseline and 50 is your top, then it's pretty much 50. That's how I justified this in my mind. Okay. So off I trekked to the theater with my, my little movie card pass in my hand. I checked in and I went and I bought my ticket and I plopped down in the seat and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And keep in mind, I've watched all of the DC movies. It's not like I missed anything, but I was just sitting there like, like what was going on with Aquaman? Like his backstory was the most fucking confusing. It felt like parts of a soap opera you'd never seen. Yeah, they did not like, do again. Needed his own movie. Um, he needed his own movie. Like I, there were mo. I wasn't that I wasn't interested. It's like being told like part well, of it. It, it was like watching bit, a trailer. The one attempt. For a, the one attempt at exposition they tried to give. That one weird, really awkward and wander and like just pointless dialogue scene he had with. I'm gonna guess ends oh, up being his wife, Emily Blunt. That wasn't Emily Blunt, was it? In, who played whatever is fucking the girl in the water? Was that Emily Blunt? I didn't even recognize her. It was her. fucking Emily Blunt. Exactly. Wow. Thank you. I love you Emily just Blunt. illustrated my point perfectly. It felt like a trailer for an Aquaman. Okay, wait. Then inserted. maybe help me out with this, too. Amber Heard was apparently yeah. in this movie. Who was she? I didn't recognize oh, her. Oh, wait. She, she, was, she, was, she was that character. Oh, okay. Sorry. Wasn't Emily Blunt. Oh, I get the two of them confused okay, a lot. That's who she was. I literally have been sitting here. Yeah. I didn't want to IMDb it, but I was like, I've heard nah, heard that Amber Heard was in it. I don't remember seeing her, but she was that character. Okay, so I, so yeah, so Mira, I'm assuming, yeah. who is Aquaman's like homie. Yeah, it's it's his wife. So oh oh okay, because it just seemed like right? two people having a random exactly. fucking conversation at the bottom of the exactly. ocean, who then just so disappear and never talk in again. In the comics, if that's if that's her, in the comics that ends up being his wife. But literally, that scene was. Two people basically telling the other person their own life story, like yeah. Aquaman telling oh, her what her life story was, and she is telling him what his was. And I was like, "What? What the? Yeah. Why? What?" And that was the only moment they tried to give Aquaman in my mind any character other than he's kind of a bro, right? Which was a nice choice. I thought the direction they went with him was great, but I need to know more things about him before I give a shit about him yep. as a character. And I was just like, what What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. I actually liked a lot of The Flash. Like, I thought, um, for starters, I'm an unapologetic Billy Crudup fan. I, I, li- I think he is one of the most underrated actors who just pops in there and does great work. He played his dad. Right. And I thought the scenes with, with The Flash and his dad in the prison mm-hmm. were some of the best in the movie. Like, I actually was like, oh, that, oh, fuck. I love Barry Allen's story. Right. Like, I love the, the TV show basically 
piggybacks on that. Oh yeah, the whole first season yeah. is great because of the 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 problem with Barry and his dad. Yeah, like it's great. It's really good. I thought Billy Crudup and Ezra Miller knocked it out of the park in those scenes. I really enjoyed them. And then I was like, I really wish I was watching a Flash movie right now. Hmm. That's what I wanted. Pretty much the whole time I was like, God, I really wish I was watching like three other movies right now as opposed to just this one movie where I'm getting little tastes of the things I actually would like. So that was my main problem. And now I'm going to come to the moment where my nads got kicked so hard. When they brought Superman back, mm-hmm. and yeah, surprise, they do. There's a nice little moment where he like fights the Justice League, and I was like, oh, I get what these goddamn little masturbatory comic nerds were so fucking thrilled about. You're right. They did get Superman's powers right this time. They always have. Nobody's got it wrong. But yeah, Superman could take on the whole Justice League and be just fine. Right. He really could. And, and at the, I liked at the end, super, by the way, folks, turn away if you really don't want to have this great piece of cinema that you've either this gone to see or you're never going to watch say. and yeah. i know what you're gonna uh, say. at the end when he basically shows up and just cunt punches the villain and it's over yeah. like, just like oh hey i'm superman <laughs> done yeah like just there's no it's just, well, that's the thing i was like yeah while we're still in spoiler land if anybody just tuned back in and they still don't want spoilers go further ahead go ahead and skip ahead like probably, i don't know do we say five minutes you're not gonna miss yeah. I mean, you might miss a dick joke we'll make more trust me the whole premise of why the bad guy was back now Mm. was the fact that Superman's gone. Yes. If we all know, A, if we all know that Superman is going to be in this movie, that takes the wind out of your sails. And B, when he does come back, it takes the Mm. wind out of your sails. Literally, that's, that's like if I'm wearing a gasoline suit but every other part of my plan has been just like I am unstoppable as long as nobody has an open flame near me. And then all of a sudden somebody's walking by with a lighter. You know how it's going to end. It yeah. was the exact same thing. Like they, they put so much pressure on now that the Kryptonian is dead. Da, 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 da. It's like, yeah. well, he's oh, the not. Whole time. He's back. Guess what? It's over. Oh, and by the way, the way they brought Superman back was the biggest dick fuck you moment ever. Like, wait, so the boxes that are on Earth and are here bring him back. So when he died, a whole bunch of people made active decisions. Fuck you, Superman. We're not bringing you back. (laughs) Like, it literally is, you have the cure for Superman's death. You know later that it is the cure for Superman's death. And you all agree, just, well, we're just not going to bring him back till we need him. I I disagree with you on that because I didn't think learn in the movie that it could do it like it's not like they knew i i think at some point they maybe have learned it but still really nobody knew someone knew because they had to learn it from somewhere like somebody should have put that shit together oh we have three of these boxes and it takes what the astrophysicist guy to be like the astrophysicist robot to be like "Mm, yeah no we can bring him back no one knew that well he only i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna defend it just because I do this, by this all is, means, like defend it. Because I've got, I've got, I've got a, I've got a fucking like, I've got a, I've got a, 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 a black arrow in my quiver here that's just gonna. I'm just defending this. I'm just defending this point. I'm pretty sure Cyborg only knew because Cyborg was created from the cube itself. So like he, he was in touch with it. He was able to kind of understand. Okay, you're right. Out how they didn't make that very clear. 
it still felt a lot like a whole bunch of people knew that <laughs> Superman back and just didn't fucking do it until they did. But you are correct. Cyborg was made from the cube, and then like he's been the cyborg though for a little bit. Yeah, but that's his whole. Just arc. saying, that's his whole arc of like, hey, I don't think he knew I about mean, Dead Superman. I th- think the whole world knew about Dead Superman. But I don't think he didn't knew they? that like. I don't think the idea like, of bringing back a zombie was like needed. Like there was no reason oh to do it. Why would you just fucking randomly bring back a, a dead person? I just want to step apart into like another part of the world here. I was watching a video online about Justice League, and um, somebody mentioned that uh, there was an original copy of the script from like four, three, four years ago, mm-hmm. like right before Batman vs Superman came out, where they knew they were going to kill Superman, and they'd already started to work on the Justice League movie script. And when Superman comes back, he's black Superman. He's not not black Superman, but dressed in the black outfit. And he he fucking fights the Justice League. He he sides with the enemy. He's full on like it's like a fucked moment until at the end of the film he like they cast it off in some way or another. That would have been fucking cool if they had like zombie Superman come back and like <laughs> I can't talk to him and like the Justice League's fighting him. And they did have the Justice League fight him. So I was like, okay, so they knew they were gonna do this, and then they're just like they all decide, and this is by the way, the biggest fuck you moment in that entire movie. Batman and his goddamn secret weapon. <laughs> so you have you have a dude who's dead. And you're bringing him back to life. And your idea is, you know what we need to do? We need to wait to show him his wife until the last possible moment. (laughs) Like, dude, no fucking lead with that, man. Like, how are you so stupid that you're like, no, we don't need to lead with that. We'll bring her in later. (laughs) Like, that's just mean. Like, you're just an (laughs) asshole at that point. Like, oh, have you been dead for like a year or however long he's been fucking dead? And then apparently, by the way, Lois Lane's just cool with that. Like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll just come in later. Don't worry about me. Yo, we're bringing back your dead husband to life. Maybe you should be there for that. <laughs> no. No, you're, you're a woman, and you probably don't need to know that. Which brings me around to, by the way, my last criticism of many. I did enjoy Wonder Woman the movie. I would have really liked her to have been in this movie more. Because I felt that Wonder Woman oh, super was sexualized. basically shunted the fuck to the side. Well, there was the criticism of that, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess." I mean, I didn't notice, but I'm a dude. I I noticed like there were there were parts where, as far just like the framing, it was it was a two shot, where hmm. instead of having two talking heads, it was a character talking to her and her ass in leather pants, like literally. <laughs> The camera was framed. Her ass in leather pants was the other character in the shot. Mm. It was. It was. That is that. That's a fair summation of of the, all the character development they gave Wonder Woman in this movie. Because other than the beginning, where they're like, "Oh, her mom and shit," it, it, then after that, it's just, "Hey, she's here." Like that. I didn't really feel like they did much with. They didn't do much with any of the characters, but especially with her, I just felt like it was such a fuck you to people that enjoyed Wonder Woman and she had a great arc in that first movie. And in this one, she's fucking getting mansplained to by Batman constantly. That entire scene where he's like, he's like, she's like, maybe we shouldn't bring him back from the dead. And Batman's like, no, we have to. And let me tell you the reasons we have to. I just wanted her to be like, dude, you're the fuckhead that killed him. Maybe shut up right now. I I did like, Like, I think, I think it was shit. I don't even remember. It was one of the other dudes made a comment in that scene though they're like you know if she kills you none of us saw anything right <laughs> yeah no no I, I, 
it was just I was like, God, I really wish they would have given like I just wish they'd written a better movie. Period. That's my constant wish with DC is that somebody upstairs hired a screenwriter or a director that gave an actual fucking shit about, especially Superman. I like Superman. I think he's dope. And the fact that we're going to get subjected to some fucking Lex Luthor in the next movie, if there is one. What do you think the odds are that this, by the way, has killed the Justice League? No, there will be another one because it did really well numbers-wise. No, it didn't. Mm, you sure about that? I'm 100% sure. Do you know how much that movie cost? No. What do you think? I'm going to look it up while you're saying what you think. Oh, I know for a fact it was $250 million for just the budget of the movie. And how much? Then tack on another 100 for marketing. So they need to clear $400 million to realize a large profit on this movie. And they are not there. Hang on. I'm, I'm, this is two, two shows in a row. I am doing some... Uh, <laughs> We're Googling a box office. Um, yeah, IMDb does a really good job of, of giving you the, the gross box office. IMDb well will tell you how much, the, how much the movie costs to make. They will yeah, not tell will. you how much it costs to make plus the marketing. Oh, well, okay. Um, Dude, they marketed the shit out of that movie. That was easily oh, another $100 million. They don't so even have to. Uh, $300 million estimated budget, gross $180 million. So like half. Yeah. Half without factoring in your, your magical marketing stuff. Yeah. Damn. Okay. They're losing money on this movie. So At this point, Warner Brothers is losing money on the Justice League. Yowzers. Okay, so then no, there probably won't be a sequel because that's... They typically don't make movies sequels to movies that lose that much money yeah interesting so i'm just kind of curious by the way i'm okay with that because if the next fucking movie was going to be joe manchinello's recast version of of uh deathstroke because wasn't will smith deathstroke no he was deadshot deathstroke (sighs) deathstroke is from actually from and this was something i didn't notice i didn't notice that actor i thought it was the same actor they used when arrow had deathstroke and that's why I was so confused. Uh, I was like, they're ignoring the TV series. They're using the same actor for the same character. But then I found out it was different. He just looked a lot. Yeah, like yeah, he's a different. Okay, I thought he was the same character as Will Smith. Nope. Sorry, there's there's far too many people in the DC universe who are Although good at shooting things. Although that character also showed up in Arrow and was a completely different race, let alone. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure they they. they <laughs> At this point, DC just has a really great TV series going right now and, and, and a movie franchise that is dead in the water, in my opinion. Yeah. Because I don't want to watch any more Lex Luthor. I didn't like Jesse Eisenberg's yeah, Lex Luthor. You mean the Joker? It, it, Joker it was, Luthor? Yeah, his Joker Luthor, his Joker impression Luthor was fucking awful and poorly written. And And why the hell would you bring it back? But they did. So it's it just, ugh, it's so bad. It's... It, and I think it might be dead. I think they might have like officially put a nail in that coffin. I'd like to think, <laughs> but I'm I on the other side of it. I'm just like maybe maybe there's people who are like, oh, we've got to have more. Yeah. Well, we don't even have time to talk about the movies that we individually saw this time. We'll have to talk about it next time because we're out of time. Oh yeah. Well, you know that'll work out because the movie I saw was a Oscar contender. Oh and shit! It's Oscar season. Oscar season. How hard are you right now? Be honest. Pretty hard. Pretty hard. The desk might move. Oh dear. In a minute. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. This has been Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. 
I'm Brian. And we'll catch you next time. There is no second chance. You know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. This has been a dry run production.